Hello, you're listening to a Zen Studies Society podcast. To learn more about our community of Zen Buddhist practitioners, please visit zenstudies.org. Mumankan, case 37. Joshua's Oak Tree. A monk asked Joshua, what is the meaning of Darwin's coming to China? Joshua said, the oak tree in the garden. Mulan's coming. If you understand Joshua's answer intimately, there is no shotgun before you, no my hatred to come. Mulan's birth. Words cannot express things. Speech does not convey the spirit. Swayed by words, one is lost. Awakened by phrases, one is bewildered. The world thanks you for being for being a people of practice. A people living under vows. The very first one of which says, however innumerable all beings are, I vow to save them all. So we are gathered here in session for the purpose of saving all beings. That sounds pretty dramatic. There are seven billion of our types out here, and how many more before, and how many to come? So billions and billions and billions of beings. We vow to save them all. There's a, uh, I think it's Chinese, but there's an Asian story that we're flying in an airplane. And we happen to notice this small bird. We watch the bird closely and the bird down to a stream, picks up a peak of water, just a few drops, 
who flies over where this raging forest fire is consuming everything. Drops his beaks and drops. Back to so a few more drops. Drops on the raging forest fire. And we watch this with incredulity. For the last few years, we've seen pictures of fires out west. And one bird with a beak full of water doesn't look like much of a match. And so we asked the bird, you know, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm over here, dropping it over here. And say, gee, you know, well, that's great, but I don't think you're going to have much influence. I think probably most of it is evaporating before it even gets down to the ground. The bird replies. Yes, that's true. No argument there. But I cannot do other. There's much suffering down there. Trees are suffering. Animals are suffering. People are suffering. The earth is suffering. And I cannot do anything other than my beak held a million gallons of water. Gallons of water. And as it is, just a few drops. And that's sort of the situation we're in. A few people and people attending from far away. And so we vow to save all beings. Yet we are a very few. So we ask ourselves up front or unconsciously, what's the point of this? What's the point of gathering in session? Far and engaging in foreign ceremony. Seems uh, Zen. Chant. Now, can this have any impact? Weather doesn't seem to have changed any. This is a conventional way of thinking. By thinking this way, we reveal 
narrowness, shallowness of our understanding. It's hard to appreciate. It's hard to even know what to appreciate. How what is happening here and what's happening here radiates like the sun reaching not only the forest fire there. People will be saved here, but reaches out into the cosmos infinitely. And allowing for Einstein's relativity of time, reaches into the cosmos of the past, the future. Understanding specifically how this might happen is beyond all of us. A fear. But with continued Zazen, with sincere Zazen. Feeling develops down here. And it is this feeling down here that makes clear how this practice. This session, we few people radiating like the sun, touching people's lives, situations, war in Ukraine. The war here, the war there, the war there, the war there. Starvation here, starvation there. Economic desperation there, there, and there. And those are just the ones that we can tally by reading the New York Times for a few days. Beyond that, this practice radiation reaches everybody, everything, 
every time. And it is with this appreciation that we are encouraged to practice. Zazen is a practice. Session is a practice. But if each of us in our everyday lives going about this business and that business, with a clear mind and a dedicated heart, all those scutsy activities that all of us have to engage in. They all radiate also. Don't doubt that. Don't think it's the crazy old man who's read too many Zen books. And that's why it's important to conduct ourselves as vessels of Dharma at all times, in all activities, because everything radiates. And if we're leading a mixed up life, sinful life, what like even in just the smallest ways now and then that radiates too well, that's what might call this radiation Winter session, 2023. Today, I read a column from Uman Khan. What is the meaning of coming from wars? Joshu answered. The oak tree in the garden. I told Roshi the other day that uh, uh, he made a complete mistake there. He should have said the blue spruce <laughs> in my front yard. Or for that matter, the scraggly pine having a hard time making it in difficult soil down there around the corner. He could have said the brambles that are just about everywhere. 
Luke said just about anything. Okay. It's too many. He could have said anything. And for some reason, out of his own understanding, his own death, he said, the oak tree didn't burn. There were probably many oak trees. Maybe the one in the garden he had a special affection for. Spent much time around trees. They start becoming your friends. And not every tree can be your best friend. However, friendly relationship. You tend to gravitate towards this one or that one for reasons that are difficult to explain. Maybe you blame it. And you, for some reason, in the past, tried to kill it. It came back. For some reason, Feel close. If Sandra was alive, I would uh, take her to the hairdresser. Particular place down in uh, Manny's waiting room, lots of windows. One bank of windows, a large playing field, looked like an athletic field or something. And on the far side, there was this little lime tree. Someone had made the grand decision to allow it to grow. And so they did. It was over about 15 feet high, but it was nice and shaded. And I remember looking at that tree, really, same one I looked at more than once. And I have this realization, not a few. The tree and I, we were doing the same thing. Tree was doing it in a tree's way. I was doing it in a human way. And yet that distinction 
important in some ways. It was absolutely unimportant. We were doing the same thing. Struggling in the same way. Doing the same thing. Santa doesn't get her hair cut there anymore. Get her hair cut anywhere. And so I don't have occasion very often to go to that particular area. But sometimes. I always say hello. Good afternoon, good morning. Tree was your smallest. Good to see you again. How are you? I usually respond. I haven't made any great mistakes yet, but today is still young. So. And so, perhaps Joshua you had a particular friendship with the oak tree in the garden. In the Mulan collection, the gateless gate is a small volume, 48 cone, and came after the Blue Cliff record with 100 cone. We dated it by hundred years or so. And authorities in the matter consider Blue Rock collection to be one of the preeminent examples of Chinese literature in that period. Preeminent example of Chinese spiritual in the sense of conjuring, religious spiritual. And it's really quite beautiful. There are verses in there in terms of phrases that are pretty spectacular. One that I always come to is every soldier holds the pivotal point on the field of battle. Oh, boy, because I'm sitting here chattering along. But because I occupy a point, just like everyone here occupies a point, and that point where you are sitting 
and you folks at home, we're your city. That is the pivotal point. Another one is verse. North, east, south, west. Together, let us come. And in the evening moonlight, see the 10,000 people. So the Wood Cliff Collection became a real much used collection of columns, book of great literature. And it became so popular that it tended to, in certain quarters at least, lose its edge. It didn't lose its edge, but people did not respect its edge. And so some hundred years later, and put together a second collection. There are many collections, but these are the two most famous in the Renzo. And he put together a second collection, and instead of 100 or trying to invest it for 200 or 101 columns, he dropped it back to 48. And whereas the Blue Rock collection, each particular column goes on with verses, comments on verses, and witness sayings, and insightful sayings, and every man occupies the biblical point on the field of battle, and so forth and so on, Wuhan's commentary is quieter. More subtle in some ways. And so, as in today's calling, I'll pass Joshua. What's mean, patriarch coming from the West? Joshua replies, No tree in the garden. And then Muman offers a short commentary and a short verse. And that's it. Not that long. Okay. And yet, as in today's call, the oak. The short verses, the short commentary, the small selection of poems. It's tremendous impact. 
Just about everybody has heard of Joshua's move. Joshua is an interesting teacher. He and get uh, over and fail for names. If you look in combination of the blue rock and the gateless gate, Joshua and Ubermon uh, have the largest number of cones. Some people just say, well, Renzo, for example, we follow Renzo. Maybe two or three. Maybe two. Interestingly enough, one of them is an interaction between the Medjoshi. Perhaps we get to that. So Joshi says the oak tree in the And if it comes by chance that we're working on this, his best friend, we need perhaps a sat under many a tongue. Not much to grab on to. It's considered a lean column as compared to the second column in uh, the Blue Rock collection. One day, everybody was going around and a prematurist, you know, and then becomes this mysterious character who has this interaction with Ujo, uh, and they you know, go back and forth on. Freedom from karma and submission to karma. Oh, so is that And here we have this simple reply the old tree, the one in the garden. The beginning student. What are you going to do this thing? That's leaves. She got into the trunk. Favor any direction that it's folding. They want to got the name. There's no tree in the garden. It is. And here you need to understand a little bit about the question. Meaning, patriarch sometimes named, more often just patriarch. What's the meaning of the patriarch coming? 
and sometimes this question I'm sure was asked by a student who was really kind of touched by this whole thing. Why didn't he go east? Why didn't someone else call? So go to his own. But most of the time it was a test question. It was a way of in the rings I know clay here. Um, the guest interrogating the host. Come in and say, snowman sitting here. We'll see if we get a rise out of it. How does he respond? If we poke him in this sort of way, how, how does he come back? We'll poke him with this question. Does he mean? Patriarch coming from the left. And we'll watch what he does. And we'll try to do the trick and understand his response. His response will be sort of a window into his own understanding. So it's sort of like opening the door real quick of the window and say, who's in there? I said, shut the door and let them in the cold. Shut the door and let them in the cold. What does that have to do with saving the world? <laughs> and so, since we can't make much sense out of Joshua's, we'll have to make some sense out of the tree itself. And so perhaps, allowing for this tree and that tree, allowing for an oak tree in a garden in China and a blue spruce in my front yard, I can sit down in the chair and look at that blue spruce for a long time. I have on one occasion sat and looked at the blue spruce for several hours. going through all the scientific and technical things that I might say about those groups. Well, it's this kind of genus or whatnot. Yorin would know more about that sort of thing. And it's been here, this development that we lived in, got it together in the early 60s, and I'm sure it was planted then, and how you know, you go through all these specifications and Slowly but surely they drop away. When it was planted and by whom and for what purpose, and why on that side of the lawn instead of that side of the lawn, all of these rational curiosities, questions, some might be kind of important. How long does a wood spruce live? Can look that up. 600 years. 
and yet it has been planted in my front yard, I'm pretty sure, no older than the house. The house is about 60 years old. Well, let's say the spruce was planted at the time the house was built. It's 60 years into a 500-year life. The fact that it's going to live hopefully a full life, and that I am within days and months and a few years going to the end of my life. And in some senses, I'm a real child. Blue spruce has just begun to flex its adulthood. And the blue spruce, I'm sure Joshua's oak tree, they lead a simple life. They hate spruce. What are you doing? I'm just out here growing. I'm blue sprucing along. Do anything else? Burp your teeth? I mean, you're soaking up a lot of water. Will I provide a space in which squirrels can run? Sometimes birds will nest in my branches and leaves. I dance with the wind. Some of my fellow trees have unfortunately danced with some pretty rigorous winds and they got pulled back. But luckily, that hasn't happened to me. I just Do anything else? I mean, that's pretty limited repertoire of the world of great complexity. Spruce thinks a little bit and says, Well, every morning I rejoice. Sun comes up. You need to say thank you as the sun goes down. And I find that sitting there with the spruce. Let's so go through whatever chatter happens to be the agenda of the day. Sitting with the spruce, slowly, sometimes begrudgingly, 
I'm sitting in a chair on my front porch, so I'm already trying to settle. They have a black Russian in my hand, paper, drink. That even though, you know, I should be in there kind of, you know, relaxing from whatever has been terrorizing me. I find that this kind of uh, public relaxation is called lubricated by alcohol. That kind of settling down is some sense forgotten. It becomes the kind of settling down We have an opportunity to feel, experience your obsession. Where everything is planned and done for us by the officers. Work diligently, long hours, long before session is Tradition which provides a general framework to hold us safely. And in this environment, sitting, breathing, So when I sit on the front porch and look at the spruce, Some commentators on Cohen's in general will say that these uh, crazy comments by Zen Master five pounds of flax, no tree in the garden, and so spontaneous manifestations of their enlightened state. That's not false. But at least to my reading recently, they sound a bit about uh, as if saying 
Joshua was so free of entrenched cognitions and behavioral styles and all that. That wasn't just Montez. The meaning of the old man coming from the West. That Joshua just first thing that came to his mind. Maybe he was sitting under it at the time. At least uh, for this particular individual, that reply has become analysis of Olivar. That has become increasingly dissatisfactory, dissatisfactory, unsatisfactory. <clears throat> And when Joseph says, oh, tree in the garden. He's intimately involved with this student, this monk. Oh. And he might have all sorts of spontaneous pop-off remarks that he could make, but for reasons unfathomable, this is the one that he said. And I've come to see these kinds of remarks, and uh, Roshan can write this tomorrow if necessary, but I've seen them as the teacher's compassionate attempt to balance. And in balancing to do away with dualism. As the student comes in with this, Bodhi Dharma, the patriarch. My God, what a person. How could I ever imagine him be like him? Understand his profundity. I'm just a, down here on the earth. I'm just a 50-year-old uh, person instead of a 600-year-old tree. I mean, what can I make of any of this? So Joshua takes this big thing, rattling from the left, bringing the Dharma to the people of China. Oak tree of the garden. And so He's saying that the Dharma is nothing more than an oak tree. Or catch poison ivy. 
And in the same time, he's saying the oak tree is every bit as magnificent as we are. To bow to each other. And so in this column and others that sort of fit this pattern that I've been thinking. The invitation is to, as some of you have heard me say time and again, become sincere. Do not have these warring parts, fantasy. Small little cubby holes of the burnt out incense or what have you. But all things bow to each other. Bow the bowing frustration. That accepts these frustrations equally. Roshi bows on the mat. The mat says hello. A beginner who wanders into Europe doesn't realize that there's certain protocols around that. Today, check that man out. What it feels like. Stops at maybe his foot, kneels down on it. Someone else says, Oh, come on, let's get out of here. It's more fun elsewhere. And the man says, Thank you. Have a good day. What he's for. Publishing. But for the most part, uh, the only thought we give to it. So when Roshi had to say about King, he said, uh, put your soul, so you went, put your soul on the soles of your feet. So that is your feet. And so there is an intimacy.
so Georgia comes from the West. He tempered her woo, so it blows him off, wanders up Shaolin. Good spot in the cave, you look at the wall. He spends a long time looking at the wall. You can imagine, you know, the tour guide's coming. You are that guy, he's been here a lot. Why is he always taking the best spot? In all of these people, places, things, events, all bowing to each other. Thank you. This is Marty. What the wife is calling. It is as now she accompanies me everywhere I go. Sick and ill, he was combined for a bed. But having passed that particular call, that test, she has received transmission. And what we're doing in session is cultivating an intimacy that exists. It's all existence. This is existence. And so the practice is frequently taught and read and whatnot is uh, somewhat discreet. Whereas what we're really doing practicing intimacy. With creation. So that we can bow to the old truth. And without any superstition or any fantasy, we can see the old truth. Bowing to us.
we do modified Josh, we call it slightly. Why the patriarch come from the West? The oak tree in the garden is bound to use heavy wounds. Spend some time meeting up against you. Let us leave. Call upon me in the fall. But it's bare branches. Each year, not attachment. But it's flowering buds in spring. Teach you about eternity. This has been a Zen Study Society podcast. If you found it to be of interest, please consider making a donation by visiting zenstudies.org slash donate. Thank you for listening.